0: That familiar theme song, were reminded, it's time once again for the Harvest Time Gospel Broadcast. This is a daily broadcast with special emphasis on missions and world evangelization under the direction of Dr. Stenny of Resaca, Georgia. And now, here is Brother Baloo and today's broadcast. Thank you and greetings, radio friends. What a joy and privilege it is to come to your place of listening and share together with you another Harvest Time broadcast. We're continuing our study from Psalm 85 on the subject of revival. And if you could turn with us there in that portion of the Word of God, I want to point out on Monday, we looked at the first three verses, and we saw that the writer of this psalm is looking backward on what God has done. And again, I do want to emphasize that we ought not ever forget God's blessings of the past. But, friend, I remind you that our God is not the God of yesterday or tomorrow, but our God is the God of the present. He is alive and well right now. In verse number one, two, and three, there are six times that the psalmist speaks of what God has done. Notice in verse number one, the Bible said, Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Thou hast brought back the captivity of Jacob. Uh, the Bible said in verse two, thou hast forgiven the iniquity of thy people. Thou hast covered all their sins. And then in verse number three, the Bible said, Thou hast taken away all thy wrath. Thou hast turned thyself from the fierceness of thine anger. Six times he looks backward at what God has done. And then in the last three verses of this chapter, he looks forward to what God is going To do. He uses the future tense verb shall. Notice in verse number 11, he said, Truth shall spring out of the earth, and righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go before him. And shall set us in the way of his steps. So, in this psalm, the first three verses, he's looking backward at what God has done. And then, in the last three verses, he's looking forward to what God is going to do. And this is a picture of so many Christians and churches. Of our day. They talk about the good old days and how it used to be and how God used to do a work in our churches and in our land. And then they look forward into prophecy as to what God's going to do. Now, listen to me carefully. I'm glad, thank God, there is a past of blessings that I can look back upon and talk about how good God has been. me, but then I'm also thankful that there's a future that I have to look forward to, to the blessings that God is going to bestow upon me, but friend, we're not living in the good old days, and we're not living in the sweet by and by, we're living in the nasty now and now, and we need a revival for the present day that we are living in. And so the psalmist cries out in verse number 4, Turn us, O God, of our salvation, and cause thine anger toward us to cease. I am convinced that's a prayer that America needs to be praying in our day. And then in verse number 5, he said, Wilt thou be angry with us forever? Wilt thou draw out thine anger to all generations. And then in verse number six, he asked the question, "Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? And so the psalmist said, you have been good in the past. You're going to be good to us in the future, but we need something now. Would you revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee, And as I read that verse of Scripture, I think, oh, if they need revived in the day of the psalmist, how much more do God's people need revived today that we may rejoice in the Lord Jesus Christ. In all of the years that I've been preaching and serving the Lord, I do not believe I've ever saw a group of Christians as so discouraged as the Christians that I'm dealing with. In this day. But I want to tell you, friend, God is still a God of revival. And what we need in America is an old fashioned, God sent, sin killing revival that will change lives both of God's people and then bring sinners to Christ where they would be saved by the marvelous grace of God. But somebody might say, but, preacher, Why do you say we need revival? Let me say to you, first of all, our culture cries out, we need a revival. We have never experienced in the history of our nation a culture that has gone so far from God as the culture that we live in today. When I look at all of the permissiveness When I look at all the perversion, when I look at the generation that we live in and I see how pleasure mad they are, when I look at the people who are living lives that are so contrary to the teaching and the principles of the Word of God, my friend, I want to tell you what our society needs. Is a revival that will get beyond the four walls of our church buildings and get out into our society and affect the culture that we are living in. And then I go farther than that. Not only does our culture cry out, we need a revival, but our country cries out, we need a revival. Look at all of the drinking, all of the doping all of the dancing, all of the devil worship, all of the divorce, all of the things that has just become the lifestyle of our country. And friend, if you know anything about the history of our nation, our nation was not founded and made great by crooked politicians. And it was not made great by the perverts. And it was not made great by permissiveness. But it was made great Because this nation was founded upon Christ-honoring Bible principles that are laid down for us in the Word of God. And the wicked world can say what they want to. But God does have His hand in the history of America. And I'm convinced that God's got a future for America. And America needs revival in these days. Our culture cries out, we need a revival. Our country cries out, we need a revival. But then let me say our churches cry out, we need a revival. Now, the Lord has been so good to me to open doors that I preach meetings basically every week of my life. And here's what I'm seeing that cries out to me, We need a revival. Could I ask you and ask myself, let's not be judgmental of others, but let's examine our own self in the light of these truths that I'm fixing to give you on how I know and why I know the churches are crying out for revival. Let me take the word revival and do an acrostic with it and let it speak to your heart. Friend, there's a great need for revival When churches are filled with rebellion instead of repentance. When I look at the letter E, I'm reminded we need a revival. When our churches are filled with excuses instead of excitement. We need a revival when our churches are filled with vanity instead of victory. Oh, God deliver us from the dead state of apathy that so many of God's people have gotten into. They've lost their joy. They've lost their victory. They're like Israel. They've hung their harps on the willow, and they're no longer able to sing the song of the Lord because they're in a strange land as far as God is concerned. But we need revival when we see rebellion instead of repentance, excuses instead of excitement, vanity, Instead of victory. Then when I look at the letter I. I'm reminded we need a revival. When I see that our churches are filled. With indifference. Instead of involvement. Too many of our church people. Have got a bad case of the disease. Let somebody else do it. Then when I look at the letter V. I'm reminded we need a revival. When our churches are filled with vagueness. Instead of a vision. My mind goes to the story over in the book of Mark where the Lord touched a man's eyes and he said, What do you see? And he said, I see men as trees walking. And the Lord touched him again and said, Now what do you see? And he said, I see all men clearly. The Bible said, Where there is no vision, the people perish. And we need a revival when our churches are filled with vagueness instead of vision. When I look at the letter A, I'm reminded that we need a revival in our churches when our churches are filled with arguments instead of ambition. You bring up something that you want to do, and there's always arguments why we cannot do it. But there's very little ambition expressed that we can do it. And let's get started. Then when I look at the letter L, I'm reminded that our churches are crying out for revival when they are filled with laziness instead of liveliness. So our culture cries out, we need a revival. Our country cries out, we need a revival. Our churches cry out. We need a revival. And friend, the only hope for our nation is an old-fashioned revival. My prayer to God is that God will speak to your heart and work a burden in your life for revival. You see, if we see revival, it's not going to begin on a large scale. It must first start in the hearts of just a few people individuals. But if one person gets under real burden for revival, then they will affect God to affect others, and others will get involved, and they will affect others, and it will spread from house to house, family to family, and church to church, and can cross our nation for the glory of the Lord. Friend, do you see need of revival in our country? Do you see need of revival in our culture? Do you see need of revival in our churches? Well, you join me, and let's pray that God would send an old-fashioned revival to us in our day. Father, take the word, use it to your glory, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Behold, the fields are white. It's harvest time. Well, I trust the broadcast was a blessing to you today. Let me remind you that Harvest Time is a listener-supported radio ministry. God has been so good to us. We're now broadcasting on over 50 radio stations a day and then around the world several times a day by way of Internet and and Shortwave Radio, and I need to hear from a number of you. Would you pray for the radio ministry, and then write to us and share with us in the financial burden of this radio work. Simply address that letter to Harvest Time, 179, Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, 30735. That's Harvest Time, 179, Promise Land Drive, Resaca, Georgia, three zero seven. And be sure to join us each weekday, Monday through Friday, at this same time. God bless you until the next broadcast.